We want to welcome everybody into the house of the Lord this morning. Uh, got a great crowd, and we thank God for every person that's here. And, uh, we certainly thank God for every visitor that we've got. And uh, God willing, we'll have baptizing here in a little while. Uh, some of the folks not able to get baptized that we're planning on it, uh, uh, they're sick and can't help that. God willing, we have another baptizing in about two weeks. But we appreciate uh, being able to have a baptizing uh, with at least the one that's going to get baptized today, and maybe there's more. But uh, I've just seen one of those that was planning on getting baptized, and I'm excited about that. I want to read just a little bit here in the uh, book of Matthew, the last part of the book of Matthew, 28th chapter, and uh, starting at the 18th verse. And this is after Jesus was uh, crucified and resurrected. And uh, this is uh, so important, baptism so important. He said, uh, and Jesus came and spake to them, saying, All power is given to me in heaven and in earth. Go ye therefore, and he's talking to the church, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. Amen. And so, and then some of the other scriptures that fits in with this uh, illustrates to us, we think about the, uh, the eunuch that asked uh, uh, what hindered him to be baptized and Philip said if you believe with all your heart uh, you can get baptized and so when people get saved they not only can get baptized they need to get baptized and that's part of following the Lord and we thank God for water baptism it doesn't have anything to do with salvation but it's an act of obedience and it's an act of testimony in following the Lord and so in just a moment we'll have some prayer and then turn over to the choir and they'll sing some and then we'll get back up and and go ahead from there. But I want to say again, glad to have you today. Uh, you're welcome in God's house. Thank you for being here today. If you'd like to stand, we'll just have a word of prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for being here today. God, we thank you for the Sunday school that we just experienced. And, uh, Lord, we appreciate it so much. God, we thank you for everyone to cheer, and we thank you for just the, the blessing of the feeling of God that I feel in my heart today. Thank you for the warmth that you're and the love that we can feel. God, we just ask you to bless this service. God, please bless the baptizing. Bless everything in the service today. Uh, God, just help us to have a hallelujah meeting today. And God, speak to people's hearts with great power. We ask you these things and we praise you in Jesus' name. And amen. You may be seated. We'll turn over to the choir. Page 161 in the inspiration book.
page 134. appreciate that song and uh, once again I want to say thank God for everybody that's here and uh, uh, those that are here to get baptized if you want to come ahead uh, uh, ladies over on this side and I'll go over on this side and get ready and we'll turn back over the choir and we just praise God for what we feel this morning and for everybody that's here and we have so much excitement and feel so blessed uh, to see people that are here this morning and if you're here and uh you're not where you need to be with God. Uh, God can, can help you with that today. All you need to do is be obedient to God. God's the one that does the fixing. God fixes what's wrong with you when you come to him by faith. And so we'll ask uh, family and friends that are here for the baptizing. There's room up here in the front. You can come up in the front if you'd like to and uh, be seated up here. And that way you can watch the baptism a little better. And uh, plenty of room. Don't worry about uh, bothering anybody. But just come on up and we'll turn back over to the choir and uh, we'll get, uh, get ready for the baptizing.
want everybody to pray. Again, we thank God for baptism. We thank God for people that get saved, that are willing to follow Jesus in baptism. And we thank God for our sister. And we thank God for all of you that are here, being supportive and encouraging. We praise God. We want you to pray while we baptize, and we want you to do a little uh, inspection inside. Uh, where are you today? Are you saved? If you're not, you need to get saved. If you've been saved, are you following the Lord? Uh, think about that. And think about what baptism means. It means death, burial, and resurrection. Uh, what we do in the water here is just a picture of what God has already done in the soul. So you pray. In obedience to the command of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and upon a profession of her faith in Him, we baptize this, our sister, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost.
turn it back over, Brother Terry. Page nine. Thank you for your prayers. Thank the Lord for the baptism. Thankful for what we can feel this morning. Sis, if you want to just come on out here and we'll let you stand over here in the middle and uh, in just a minute we'll sing a song and uh, family and special friends and anybody that wants to uh, come by and shake hands and uh, help celebrate this great event. Let's all stand. Sing when you're ready. Amen.
and we'll have prayer and then we'll go on from there. But anybody have unspoken requests? Amen. A lot to pray for. I've got a number of those myself, unspoken requests. Now, anybody have a spoken request, something that's on your heart to share, asking for prayer? Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord and keep praying. Someone else? Good. Good. Keep praying for her. That's good. Good report. Someone else? I said she's just really worried about her granddaughter. Right. Her granddaughter Katie was out in the day, so she asked for the request of prayer for her today. All right. Remember that. Someone else? Church's prayers this past week. Amen. I know that my church. Amen. Boy, that's right. Amen. Thankful. Appreciate that. Somebody else? 
Let's pray for this service. Pray that God would move with great power and speak especially to the lost this morning and to those who are saved but are not following him. Pray we've got a lot to pray for. Anyone else? Please remember Sister Karen's mom fell in the hospital. Any others? Not West, Brother Mike Kester, lead us in prayer. continue praying and uh, just everybody follow the Lord who'd feel like singing this morning got a song on your heart God's give you a song uh, please follow him and please sing anyone we'll just pause for just a minute and let you Pray about that and ponder it. Amen. 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 Thank the Lord for that testimony and the request. Really pray. Please pray this morning.
God sent his son. They called him Jesus. He came to love, heal, and forgive. He lived and died to buy my pardon an empty grave is there to prove my savior lives because he One day I'll cross that river and I'll fight life's final war with pain. And then as death gives way face of Jesus because I know he lives because he Thank the Lord for that song. Thank the Lord he lives.
Anybody else feel like singing? I want you to really pray. I'd like to look in the scripture in the book of Luke. Very familiar scripture in the second chapter of the book of Luke. I want you to really pray this morning. We realize and remember prior to this, uh, the angel came to Mary and told her she was favored among women and she was going to have a child of the Holy Ghost and his name was going to be called Jesus. And uh, when that time was coming close and uh, for her to have the baby, then we start here in the second chapter of the book of Luke. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Serenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary as a spouse wife, being with great child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered, and she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And then I'm not going to read all of it, but uh, you remember that uh, there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night, and the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone around about them. I just, that just amazed me. I remember when I was a child in Sunday school, we'd study that. I'd get so astonished, and I'd try to picture it, try to imagine it. And, uh, but I, I praise God uh, that uh, what the angel uh, told the shepherd boys was, uh, don't be afraid unto you this day is born in the city of David, a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And so uh, when the Lord moves, sometimes it seems a little fearful. But if you just move by faith, you don't have to be afraid when God moves. And so, uh, and I, I pray and I thank God. Uh, and then so uh, she told him, I said, you'll, this will be a sign to you. He said, you'll find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And so uh, down here in verse 15, I want to read this. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into the heavens, the shepherds said one to another, let us go now. <laughs> That's a big word now. It's three letters, but it's got big meaning. Let us go now unto Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste and uh, after they saw the baby uh, the shepherds, verse 20 said the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had seen and heard that it was told them. If I'd use a subject this morning it'd be uh, taking a few of the words from chapter or from verse 15 here uh, let us go into Bethlehem and see and uh, we need to, uh, we can't physically, all of us, uh, go by Bethlehem. I, I was blessed to go there physically one time. It was a great blessing. I'm glad I can remember it. But way before I ever went there physically, uh, I went by there by faith one time. And God blessed me with the eye of faith uh, to see some things and believe some things. Uh, I believe that Jesus uh, was born of a virgin. I believe he was uh, laid in a manger uh, just as much is I believe that we're all here in the church house today uh, because I, I believe that by faith and uh, God saved my soul, made me alive. And so uh, talk about uh, going to Bethlehem. 
And I want you to think about this. When the shepherds there, they said, let us go now. And if you're here today and God wants to speak to your heart, and I expect that will happen to some folks this morning, I don't know, but I believe it will. That's been my prayer. And if that is the case, uh, come to an altar whenever God's calling you. You don't even have to wait till I get through preaching. I don't think I usually preach real long, but uh, whether I did or whether I didn't, uh, you don't have to wait for me to get done. You just come when God's calling. And I'm telling you what, uh, what listen, and I want to go back and I want to get uh, uh, some more scripture back here. I want to go back and um, you can look at it. I probably won't read it all, but back in the, uh, the chapter 2 of the book of Matthew, uh, talks about Jesus being born. Uh, but it's a little later than we just read to you about. I'll try to explain that. So now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, this is chapter 2 in Matthew, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem. Well, now, uh, we just mentioned to you about the shepherd boys, and we mentioned here about the wise men. And uh, Always when I was a child, and nothing wrong with this, I'm not uh, criticizing it, but usually when we'd have a Christmas play, uh, we'd have the shepherd boys come and, uh, maybe sometimes right at the same time along with them, uh, we'd have the wise men there. Uh, but you Bible readers probably know, uh, picked up on this. Uh, when the wise men came, and I'll get back to some of this other, but and down here in verse 11, chapter 2, said, and when they were coming to the house, uh, they weren't still in the, uh, the stable. Uh, they weren't, uh, Jesus wasn't still in the manger. Uh, these wise men, when they came to visit Jesus, uh, they'd moved to a house. And the Bible doesn't call him a baby here. So they saw the young child with Mary and his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented to him uh, gifts, uh, gold and frankincense and myrrh. Uh, but they were still here at Bethlehem. And so I'm telling you, you know, when uh, Jesus uh, was born, the star appeared in the east. And I don't know how long it took the wise men to travel from where they were uh, to get there, but uh, that's how old Jesus was, however long it took them to get there. But they came. Uh, it might have been a long uh, trip. It might have been uh, some hard road that they were on, but they came all the way. And, and I'm telling you, uh, when God speaks to us, uh, we need to go all the way. And we need uh, to come. To, you know what Bethlehem means? It means house of bread. Uh, boy, I'm glad that I came one time to the house of bread. Well, well what kind of bread is it, preacher? Well, uh, spiritually, if you want to know, uh, it's where the bread of life is. Uh, well, uh, what's that about Bethlehem? Well, not Bethlehem, uh, the natural city. It's talking about the place where Jesus was born. That's when the bread of life uh, came into this world. And I praise God today. Uh, and listen, uh, but let me uh, let me get back here and get some of these other things. When these, uh, when these uh, wise men came down here, when verse 3 says, When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Now, there's a real point here uh, that really stood out to me, and I want to try to share it with you. Listen to this. When they had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, uh, he, uh, that was King Herod, he demanded to them where Christ should be born. When these wise men came and they asked the king, uh, we've come uh, to worship uh, the king of the Jews. We've come to worship the Christ, the Messiah. Uh, Herod was troubled. He thought that was going to put him out of business. And, uh, instead of uh, really trying to help, uh, he was trying to find a way uh, to kill the Christ child. Uh, you all know the story. But uh, when uh, these men had asked him where it was at, 
He acted like he was helping. He called uh, the priests. And, uh, he called the, the scribes together. He demanded them where Christ should be born. Listen to this. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet. Uh, uh, let me uh, go back and uh, get an example of that. Uh, back in the, the book of Micah. If you want to read it, it's in chapter 5 in the book of Micah. Verse 3. Uh, listen, what? well, I'll just start here at the first. Now gather thyself in troops, O daughter of truth. He hath laid siege against us. That's talking about the old devil. They shall smite the judge of Israel with a rod upon the cheek. But listen to this. But thou, Bethlehem, Ephrata. Boy, Bethlehem once again, this house of bread. But thou, Bethlehem, though thou be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of thee shall he come forth unto me, that is to be ruler in Israel, whose goings forth have been from old, from everlasting. Now, I want you to get this. Uh, back here, uh, when uh, Michael was prophesying this, this was uh, about 700 years before Jesus was born. And he told, this is going to happen. But I like this. Uh, take note of this. He said, he's going to be the ruler of Israel whose goings forth have been from old, from everlasting. This is not something that was just new or hatched up. It's been going on all the time. Uh, he was a lamb slain from the foundation of the world. And so uh, this was no new thing uh, here that Michael was testifying about and prophesying about. And so uh, no doubt this could have been uh, the scripture or at least one of the scriptures that the scribes uh, and these down here when they were talking to King Herod and when they were talking talking uh, to uh, the wise men uh, down here in Bethlehem. That's what the prophet said. Well, now, well, now I want this is the point I said I want to uh, make. God really made this stand out to me. Think about Herod. Uh, that was uh, enough of a believer uh, in the scribes uh, and the people that were talking to him. He was believing what they told him that the prophet had said uh, about 700 years before, but yet he wasn't believing in Christ enough to trust him as his Savior. He believed what they said, and he still went to kill him. How ironic is that? Well, let me, let me put it this way. I don't think any of us here are, are mean uh, like Herod was. But let me tell you this. If we hear the word of God, and if it comes to us, and it speaks to our mind, and it speaks to our hearts, uh, what, what shall we do with it? Will we believe it enough uh, to reach out by faith and say, Lord, help me. Lord, save my soul. Let me preach this. If you, if you go to church all your life and, and you listen to the preacher and you listen to the singing and you listen to the testimonies and you have good fellowship with the church people and you never ask Jesus to save your soul and trust him by faith, when the end comes, uh, you'll be divided from the church crowd. Uh, if you're not saved, you'll have to go down. Uh, with all nations, if forget God, you'll have to go down to that place which is called hell. Trust the Lord and believe in him. And so, so praise God, Micah was prophesying powerful back there. And so uh, they told him here, they said, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet. And here's what it says in verse 6. And thou, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not the least among the princes of Judah. For out of thee shall come a governor that shall rule my people Israel. So Herod, of course, he told the wise men, said, go and find the Christ child. When, when you find him, come back and tell me so I can go and worship him too. But he was lying. And God told the wise men uh, not to go back and talk to Herod. They went out of town a different direction. God's always got a plan. He's got a direction, the way for you to go. Uh, well, a couple other things. 
Let me share with you. I didn't know if I'd even need to get to this part or not, but talking about Bethlehem. Uh, you know, here lately, we've been studying some, hearing some in the lessons, and I think somebody even preached a little bit about Ruth uh, when she came out of the land of Moab, when she came with her mother-in-law after their husbands had died. And you know the story. And Naomi, she decided in her heart, it's time for me to go home. You know where home was? It was Bethlehem. Well, listen. And so uh, Ruth said, I'm going with you. Naomi said, you might just need to go back to your family. She said, no, I'm going with you. And treat me not to leave you from falling after you. I'm going. Well, praise God. Uh, she went with Naomi to Bethlehem. And there's where she met Boaz. And uh, they got married. Uh, that was, God was in the arrangement. Uh, well, about three generations later, uh, we see David being born. Uh, Praise God. Uh, they were the ancestors of King David. Well, you know where David was born at? He was born in Bethlehem. And time come to pass that God rejected Saul as king of Israel because Saul had defied the laws of God. God told the old prophet Samuel, he said, I want you to go down to Jesse's house. He said, I'm going to have you anoint uh, somebody down there. going to have you anoint one of his sons. Now, Jesse had seven or eight sons. Uh, I'll just leave that like that. He had seven or eight sons. Uh, uh, David was the youngest of those sons. And so David was not only born in Bethlehem, but he was anointed king in Bethlehem. Uh, well, what does that sound like? That's a picture of a man that was born in Bethlehem uh, that was king of Israel. That's like a, a picture of telling you that Christ was going to come. Uh, and he did. He came in the fullness of time. He was born in Bethlehem. And he has always uh, been the king of the Jews. And he's my king today. Uh, preacher, uh, are you his child? Yeah, I'm his sheep. He's my shepherd and my king. I'm his child and I'm his sheep. Well, Preacher, you must be special. I am, uh, but you are too. Everybody's the same specialty to God. He gave his son Jesus to die on the cross that you could have salvation. And so, uh, praise God. Uh, listen, what, the, what I said to you earlier, uh, what the shepherds said to each other, uh, let's go down to Bethlehem now. Let's go down and see what's happened. Let's go down and see what's come to pass. Do you really know what Christmas is about? It's about the Savior uh, being born into the world and going on his way to Calvary, dying on the cross, raising from the dead. If you'll believe that with God's help from your heart, uh, you can have salvation when God speaks to you and you'll come to Jesus and you can trust him. And let me say this, if you're here and you've been saved, and you haven't been doing what God wants you to do. Folks, it's time to get in. It's time uh, to get on the way to Bethlehem. Go look and see what things has happened. Uh, well, uh, one of the, I'll just go back and get this. Don't know why, but one of the uh, first things that I noticed about Bethlehem, uh, that's uh, when Jacob's wife, Rachel, boy, that's going back a long ways. Uh, when, when Jacob's wife, Rachel, when she was buried, uh, she was buried in Bethlehem. And so then when David was here, uh, that was about a thousand years before Jesus lived. God has always been on the throne, and the message from God has always been the same. He's never had to alter his message. He's never had to change his plan concerning salvation. He's never had to hatch up something new. This was all in the foreknowledge and in the mind of God before the world was. That being stable, that being dependable, I'm telling you what, you can depend on it today. Now, come get your song ready. I would to God today that somebody, 
spiritually, uh, you go ahead and stand if you want to. I would to God today that somebody spiritually would come to Bethlehem and see the Christ child and come to Calvary and see uh, where he died and where he rose again. Praise God today. He's not in the tomb. Uh, he's uh, sitting at the right hand of God. And if you want to have salvation, he said, come unto me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. We've all sinned, but God has salvation that will take care of it all. While they're, while they're saying, you come, please. God will take care of it for you if you'll just come by faith and trust him. Please obey the Lord. Please obey the Lord. Would you just come to Bethlehem and see? Praise God. Those wise men came a long way. The shepherd boys just came a short trip. But they all got to see the Christ child. They all come to Bethlehem to see what was happening. Just like Micah prophesied. It's going to come to pass, but it's already been going on a long time. Nothing new here. Nothing new in God's side. But to me, when I came and got saved, it was all brand new to me. Praise God. I've been saved a long time, and it's still new. It's never got old. I've never got tired of it. I've never wanted to throw it away, even if I could. Would you just come to Jesus today? If you're lost, or out of fellowship with God, or need to join the church, come. He washed all my sins away. Amen. I'm going to say a few things and then I'm going to ask for one more song. I still believe somebody needs to come get saved. Expect probably that somebody needs to come and move up closer to the Lord, get where you could really feel like praising and following God. And also, if you're here today and God's done something for you and something's happened, you need to tell the church about it, come. We, you know, when God's done stuff for us, we need to share it. We're in this together, and if you've got good news to share, it helps me. When I hear it, it helps me, but when you tell it, it helps you. So, so if you're here today, whatever your case is, if you're lost, out of fellowship with God, or if you need to join the church, if you're here and you've already been saved, but you've not joined the church, you need to come uh, join the church by baptism, or if you want to join from a sister church, we'll just take you that way too. But obey the Lord while we sing this song, somebody needs to come. I would like you to meet 
Someone precious to me. Please obey the Lord. He's my friend. He's my anchor. And he'll never forsake. He did something. Bless you, Harley Bunch. Bless you. Calvary's Hill. He died in my place so that I might live. Obey the Lord. Somebody else. You're not where you need to be with God. God can fix that. The beautiful. It's up to you to desire that fix. He's the lily among the thorns. It's up to you to desire that. He's the How much should I desire it? Be willing. God said, draw He's nigh to me, and I'll draw nigh to you. Storm. The Bible said, He's seek ye the Lord, while he He's may be found. Savior. Would, you just, would you just call on him today? Would you just obey him? Just call on him today. I can see him come? hanging yonder on Calvary's tree. Somebody else needs to come. Wounded and bleeding. I can't he see anybody's heart. Just I can't read your mind. Me. And that's good. He was buried but God knows all of our hearts and all our minds. And that's he good. And if God's speaking to you, would you just come right now? Into heaven, the devil will try to talk you out of coming. Back he tries to talk you out of coming to him, lovely, to God. But the devil's a liar. He'll never do you any good. And he'll never help you. If you need to come, the please come. If God's calling you, he's the it's a very personal, the special. Thorns. Wonderful invitation from God. He's my bride. You know, we get invitations down here. Sometimes we're really excited. There's nothing more exciting than an invitation from God. And He'll help you receive that invitation. I would like you to meet someone precious to me. Please come. He's my friend. He's my anchor. And he'll never forsake. He did something very special on Calvary's hill. He died in my place so that I might live. Lovely, lovely, he's altogether. Beautiful rose of Sharon, he's the lily among the thorns, he's the fairest of ten thousand, he's my bride and morning star, he's my friend, he's my savior, he is Jesus my Lord. appreciate Sister Beverly coming. We're just going to let her say what's on her heart. Help her, Lord. This isn't easy for me, but I went out and talked to Terry and Linda the other day. 
Um, I was on older when I was 10 years old. Pepper Lord. And there was a gentleman at the church there, this, our original church on Albert Street, a little brick building. Uh -huh. And this man told me, says, you're all right. Just get up and tell everybody you're okay. Pepper Lord. Well, he's a, a member of the church. I thought he knew what he's talking about, so I did. Pepper Lord. I got up and told him I'd been saved with a hand. Pepper Lord. And I was baptized on that confession. Yeah. Well, a few years later, I did get saved. I didn't think anything about it at the time. I'm saved. I'm on my way to heaven, right? Yeah. I've been baptized, so nothing to do. Well, then Terry said son, Wednesday night, he said that he was on the altar, and the lady talked to him, and he told her no, he wasn't. Right. And that brought back that memory. Yeah. And I called my brother, and I went out and talked to him, and he said, you've got to be baptized. Yeah. He said, that baptism isn't any good because you weren't Amen. saved. Amen. So that's why I'm here this morning to make that confession and see about Amen. getting baptized. Amen. Thank the Lord. We appreciate Sister Beverly. Appreciate her being so honest-hearted. And, and, you know, and I even mentioned Wednesday night. I said, I don't know why God let me tell this, but when I was lost, and the lady told me, he said, you, you have to be okay. You've cried. You've prayed. And just get up and join church. But... God blessed me not to do that. It would have been easy to have done that. And so when Beverly talked to Linda and me, she said, when you said that, it brought back that to me. Well, so here's, she explained her case real good. She said, I got baptized, but then I got saved later on. Her baptism doesn't mean anything unless she's already saved when she gets baptized. And I appreciate the advice that Brother Carl gave her. And, and I appreciate Sister Beverly wanting to get this fixed. If we've been saved and we want to follow the Lord, we need to do what the Lord says. And one of the things that we need to do after we get saved is to get baptized and take our place in the church. And so if we want to follow the Lord, that's part of the process. And she's come and she's gave such a good testimony. Could I hear a move that we receive her as a candidate for baptism? Okay. Regular move. Is everybody in favor of that? Raise your hand. Amen. All right. And uh, we want to sing another song. And I, I believe we ought to come around and uh, shake hands with Sister Beverly. And uh, uh, while we sing a song, anybody want to shake hands with her, do that. Uh, but I still believe we got some other people needs to come. And the doors of the church is open. If you're saved and you want to join the church, please come. We'll receive you gladly. And whatever you need is, lost, out of fellowship, need to join the church, please come while we sing this song and while we visit with Sister Beverly.
please come. I believe somebody else still needs to come. Thank the Lord for Sister Beverly. Glad she's willing to follow him, our Lord. Are you willing to follow Jesus? If you're not saved, to follow him is to be to seek him and get saved. That's the most important act we'll ever do. Please obey the Lord.
there will be an ordination service at Sulphur Springs Baptist Church um, on January the 13th at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and that is to ordain Stone Hunter as a minister of the gospel. Uh, the service will start at 2 o'clock. They'd like the ordained council there at 1.30. They also have a Facebook page, uh, Sulphur Springs Baptist Church Facebook page, in case weather becomes inclement, uh, you can check that Facebook page starting on that Friday immediately before, and if they're going to postpone it, that'll be posted on that Facebook page. Also, we will be having a New Year's Eve service here, and that will be on Sunday night, the 31st. It'll start at regular time, 6 o'clock. We are only having one service. We're not going to have two services that night. We're just going to have the one service. And Brother Chase Lay will be here to preach for us. A little more information about Chase Lay. He called me this morning and we chatted a little bit. And he said, is your church going to have service on New Year's Eve? And I said, yep. He said, uh, what, what are you doing? I said, we just having regular service time starting at 6 o'clock. He said, well, he said, I, I told my wife I'd had it on my heart to come to Lima again. So I love being there so much when I was with you folks. He said, you, would, would it be okay for you if I dropped in on... Uh, on that service on New Year's Eve, I said, it'd be more than okay with me. We'd be glad to have you. And uh, I appreciate and love Chase Lane. Uh, he's a great preacher and love him. So God willing, on that Sunday night, uh, New Year's Eve night, uh, Chase Lane's going to be with us. And I told him I was very excited. Also, let me state again, on the morning service of New Year's Eve, that's two weeks from today, uh, we'd be having a baptizing. And uh, so... Uh, those that still didn't get baptized, that wants to get baptized, uh, maybe that'll work for you. And uh, Sister Beverly's planning on getting baptized on that day, that service. So we're looking forward to that. Okay. Anything else? Got a couple. So next Sunday, um, uh, our Sunday school classes, a few of them are going to be combining and having a, I guess you'd call it a, Christmas lesson celebration and so we just really want to encourage everybody through Christmas play and Terry's been encouraging everybody to come to Sunday school please, please keep bringing them well, they, they, they really do they learn a lot and they have such a good time and um, just keep bringing them and keep coming yourself and uh, come to Sunday school it, it's a blessing and it, it, it's kind of like the primer for church you know so we'll, we'll be doing that so bring your kids and we'll have a good time Um, normally, um, following the New Year's Eve service, we have a lock-in, but this year we are not going to have a lock-in. Um, instead, we are going to have a get-together over at my house on the 1st. So um, Monday, we'll have a get-together. Um, that's going to start at 4 o'clock, and that'll go until 8. This is a get-together for 6th grade and up. Um, we do welcome the littles. Um, however, we are going to have a serious time at about 6, so... Um, all the littles are probably going to get shoved into a bedroom, and we're going to turn a movie on. So as long as you're good with that, we're good with that. So um, we're going to have a get-together, like I said, on the 1st, and everybody's welcome. Thank you again for being here to our visitors. We just It blesses us that you're here. Our prayer and hope is that you'll come back. Remember service time tonight at 6 o'clock. Prayer meeting at 7 o'clock on Wednesday. And then again 
Pray for the services coming up. All of them. Any others? If not, we'll ask those to see to stand. We'll ask Brother Bob Morrison to pray dismissal.